welcome to another thrilling episode of Truth and Reconciliation. It's the Bellwood Fantasy Football League Podcast. He's Peter Elwood. I'm Seth Martin. It is great to have you with us. Peter, how are you, sir? I am honored to be here this morning in the presence of your greatness of putting over <laughs> 200 points up last week. You're now, you're now the leader in the league oh, in points scored. I'm not excited about that. I was excited about it for a week and then, or not even a, a weekend. And then you posted that uh, very, very heavy weighted stat that says, <laughs> that, like, that's why it had me wondering is like, is $20 like a victory prize or is it really like a consolation? Like, hey, sorry, you're going to get crushed next week. Here's $20. <laughs> like, that, that's what that has become now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, get, we'll get to the projections. So far, it's your parting gift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Glad you Sorry. had a nice team. Here, here's your loss next Sorry. week. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it felt good no. to crush. It did. It did. I mean, it's just kind of crazy because out of the draft, we liked a lot of teams that were very wide receiver heavy mm-hmm. because hey, wide receivers are good. Yeah. Catch it. They did a point every time they catch the ball, right. all that sort of stuff, right? And you were super running back heavy, yeah. And now your your running backs have just gotten stronger yeah. as the year has progressed. Derrick Henry, Leonard Fournette, Joe Mixon, all just absolutely crushed it last week mm-hmm. and um, builds a really nice solid foundation for your your team to does. do well on. So, and yet and you I'll, tried honest, to honestly, honestly, running backs doing well is a better foundation than wide receivers doing well because wide receivers kind of go up and down week to week. Um, but if you have running backs getting the ball 30 times a game, like your three guys did last week, then that's more sustainable. And so you may, um, I don't know. It's not like it's so great for you to start no. this week, no. I think, but, um, you, you, you may have the best chance of avoiding the, uh, uh, 185 plus points scored curse, mm. which probably, probably needs a better, uh, better name. It's not, not very catchy. Yeah, we'll think about that. Uh, it, it does need a good name, but it is a thing. And right now, that it's not looking very good for me. But enough yeah. about me. I digress. Uh, let's talk about, uh, well, two things. One, I, I do have to, of course, uh, kind of give you a little uh, uh, tip of the hat. Not in the, wow, I'm impressed and, and encouraged kind of way, but more so like taking my hat off and holding it over my heart for you. Uh, mm. You are now... Uh, after this last week's loss, um, uh, I believe you are. You and Chris are now tied as the only uh, one in five team in the league. Chris getting his first victory on you. So uh, sorry, and congrats to Chris for not being zero and six. Hey, we're we're just we're just two games out of a playoff spot. You know, like that's yeah, that's, that's how we got to look at it. Right? We're, just, we're we're two games back. Yeah. Playoff playoff spot right now. Is- Two games We're back. one and five. It's just right. two games back. That's right. Uh, ma- magic number is not zero yet. So, or the tragic number is not zero yet. That's so good. We- well, I can tell you that you've been practicing that all week in the mirror and it, <laughs> it sounded really, really strong. So good for you. <laughs> no, I, I am happy that Chris got, got his win. Um, but I mean, like really, it would just be hard to continue to have him in the lead if he's on six. So um, glad he got that win. <laughs> was that a threat? So, <laughs> I mean, it's it's like getting stunk in ping pong. It's just like once you get to seven zero, it's just yeah. game over. Yeah, you're, you're like, done. Do you even really so. want to be here anymore? 
<laughs> it's like it's like the amateur ping pong tournament on the back of the cruise ship that you're playing a bunch of 13 year olds and uh, you get schooled. Yeah. Like, do you even want to keep your face around here? Sounds like a very uh, personal. That was experience. a very personal example. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, not that I'm coping with history, but enough about that too. Uh, well, why don't we welcome uh, somebody who has uh, finally been found uh, alive and well having uh, hidden from the show uh, while running a, a, a straight course of W's. And whether or not his appearance today is correlated with last week's loss, we'll find out. I, I don't know. And I don't want to assume anything. But today, 100%. We, today we're glad to welcome <laughs> Charles Gaines. Charles, you're on the air. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Happy to be here. Longtime <laughs> listener hesitant caller yeah yeah no i mean just bringing more greatness onto the show so now i'm in the presence of the team with the most points scored and the team with the best record so i, I just gotta like soak this up and try to <laughs> yeah, l- let it be an inspiration to my this guys feels like a heart of hearts pander is what it feels like but we'll just, we'll just... it's been real great visiting with you guys so uh talk, talk with you later <laughs> charles you right, are so, coming off of a, a a decent week like you did not score uh, in the uh, you know south side of 150. In fact, you were, I think, in the top five teams of the week scored, but you happen to be up against Derek, who we've said is a powerhouse team, and he scored 170 points nearly this week uh, to give you your first loss. Now, Peter and I talked about it this week and whether or not this was going to be the week that uh, you would uh, fall. Um, I, I don't know if we felt great about it or not, but we were excited about the matchup. How did you feel going into the matchup against Derek last week? Well, just to just to clarify, I I know for a fact Peter said that I would win. I, I just <laughs> I, I just let's just make sure it's clear. Um, remind me the question. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> how did you? Well, now that we know how you're feeling now, how did you feel about facing Derek last week? How how were you? What was your uh, level of confidence going into facing Derek, or were you worried uh, about losing? It, actually, it, it was just about. Uh, as I felt as confident as I did uh, any week, uh, which I am keenly aware that those W's came from uh, matchups. Uh, I don't think my, as a matter of fact, I don't think I've won one high score um, at all. I don't, I don't think I'm, I've secured $20 yet. So um, I'm, I think every, every matchup has been uh, luck. No skill whatsoever. <laughs> I, I think that's that's selling yourself a little bit short. I was going to ask you like how you've been doing it because I mean your best players like Mahomes has been the best quarterback. He's the number one quarterback, but your best players otherwise haven't really been there for you. Like Kamara and Dalvin Cook haven't been producing at the top five running back level that they should have, whether it's due to injury or. Um, what have you? So, I mean, really, how have you been able to put together a, a five and one record to this point? On so I, yeah, uh, I, you know, I, with, with that, I'd say uh, I, I just like every owner, I do look at player involvement, and that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. So, uh, particularly as it relates to uh, when we think about uh, Antonio. AB and uh, his involvement, uh, he's number one go-to for Brady. So when we consider who uh, 
who would be involved in a in a sort of meaningful way. I I don't really look at anything else other than in real world who uh, would be most involved. There there isn't much more to it, and it would be luck of the draw week to week. Nice. Yeah. And I, I know I picked you to win last week, but that was because AB had just had a really strong on, on Thursday night. And so I, w- I was swayed by, uh, <laughs> by his, his Thursday night performance uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it went downhill from there for you, but uh, Derek, <laughs> Derek definitely had some late, uh, late uh, scoring uh, yeah. performances that put him over the top. Yeah, and you know, despite your superb performance of of humility and pandering on our show, I will tell you that week one was your highest point scored. It was one eighty nine point thirty eight. That was actually a second highest behind Jared Fleming uh, mm-hmm. in that regard. But in terms of the matchup luck, uh, your luckiest win was week two against Brock. You won with one hundred twenty five points. So that was probably your lowest score. Everything else has, I think, been pretty. <laughs> pretty average between uh, or hovering around 150 160 range with the yep. W's in the schedule but uh and, and truthfully I I do think my team is let's say average maybe above average to where and Peter you alluded to it earlier uh my main goal is is somewhat sustainability if, if we can just it doesn't need to be too high avoid too low and hope that my opponent uh plays above average and up until this point, it seems to have worked out okay. I am most excited looking um, into the next few weeks. It won't be this upcoming week or maybe not even the, the week after, but the early investment and in Michael Thomas. Uh, I look forward to his return. I do hope, uh, uh, well, I a lot of folks seem to, uh, be excited for him. I, I don't know if there's any potential trades happening, but I'm I'm happy that uh, he's on my team right now. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There's definitely potential for your team to uh, get better. Just like Dalvin uh, is healthy now, like he looked healthy uh, last week and got a full workload. Um, and then Mike Thomas coming back uh, could definitely be a huge boost to uh, to your team, where you've been able to plug holes up to this point, but um, that gives you, uh, I mean, really, he should come back to his regular role. There's, there's no one in New Orleans that is going to take any involvement in the offense away from him. So, uh, yeah, that I, I have not heard any updates this week about him possibly. He's eligible to be activated this week. I haven't heard anything about it, though, this week. So, yeah, it's my understanding that it's more of a week eight, week nine. Uh, the strategy behind him, honestly, would be if I could – make it the next couple of weeks uh, in a similar fashion as I have. Uh, The hope is when we drive into playoff season, I know that's early talk right now, but when we drive into playoff season, when you look at Mahomes, Kamara, um, Cook, Thomas, um, Jefferson, I think it could, I think, I think we can be competitive. Yeah, I would hope so. Uh, do you, uh, you're, you're trying, you've got both like RB1 and wide receiver one from the Vikings and the Saints, just luck of the draw or any particular uh, strategy there? 
Uh, well, it, just building off of the last few seasons, I, I really enjoyed the trifecta of of last year. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was it was a, a lot of fun, and, and sad that I, I don't have that. I'm not exactly sure what Osborne can do. Uh, picking up, I, I think he had that game winning catch yeah. uh, this past past week. Not to say that's repeatable, but um, I'd like to think I picked up on Jefferson before he was Jefferson. Oh, for and, sure. And and maybe uh, Osborne can be something um, in the future. We'll see. Nice. Yes. Well, this week you're going up against Michael Fitz, and I believe this is his wedding weekend. Is that right? Yep. So you maybe uh, get the benefit of uh, him being a little distracted, uh, and that may help you out. Uh, we have uh, your, looks like you got uh, Booker in right now, waiting to hear about Saquon Barkley and whether or not he'll be mm-hmm. starting or not, but I'm, I'm willing to bet that uh, he doesn't. And so you've got a really strong running back situation going into this weekend. I think you have the advantage there for sure. And Fitz has been on kind of a, uh, a back and forth a little bit. We were praising him last week for a great start to the season, but right now I think maybe it's a bye week situation. Week seven is kind of routing everybody this week, plus um, on top of injuries. So uh, looking deeper at your team, uh, you're favored in more than a few ways. You've got a really good situation in Antonio Brown this weekend. And uh, the only uh, situation there, though, is he, he is also injured. And so I know you're waiting on that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but if he does play, I'm confident that, like if he's healthy enough to play, that it would be a pretty big win there against the Bears. But my, uh, my leaning is that I think Fitz is underprojected. I think it will be a tougher matchup than it appears on paper right now. Pete, what are your thoughts about their matchup? I think it really depends on like injury situations. Where in Michael's lineup right now, he's got Gronkowski and Sammy Watkins. I don't know if either of them are going to play um, this week. And then looking at his bench, he's got like nothing really that he can plug in because of bye weeks and um, such. So I mean, like, he's looking pretty thin. He's got you know Duvernay, a Baltimore wide receiver, in his lineup right now. Um, who I don't expect will be involved that much at all um, in, in their offense now that they've got um, Rashad Bateman back and it'll be you know Bateman, Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews uh, in the Baltimore offense. And I don't think Duvernay is going to be involved there. So yeah, I think just by weeks and injuries, Michael's team looks really thin right now. Um, so I, I don't expect him to put up a, a very high score this week um, unless, I mean, I think Devontae Adams will have a good week. I think Mike Evans will have a good week. But outside of those two, it's um, looking looking pretty rough for Michael's team this week. So um, I, I, I definitely favor Charles here. Um, and, but I, I think this week, all around in general, it's going to be a low-scoring week because there are six teams on by this week, and there are a lot of really good offenses, a lot of really good fantasy yeah. players on by this week. And so I think everyone's hurting a little bit and it's going to be hard to come by points. So I, I predict this will be the lowest scoring week of the season. I think you might be right there. Uh, that being said, Charles, you do look strong uh, compared to the average. And I'm thinking that you might be dropping a W this week, or at least I'm going to say it on the air while you're here, just to 
uh, mess with your head and the fantasy god. Uh, response. How do you feel about your matchup this week, Charles? Uh, <laughs> Our curses notwithstanding. That's the thing. I don't even know how to answer. I don't even know how to answer. Uh, I, I, do, I do feel more, just looking at the numbers, more confident than not. Uh, that's a surefire way uh, to lose. I, I, I do. Uh, right now, I don't have Le'Veon Bell in. And uh, can we just all take a moment to wish him the very best? And he has such a, a great opportunity to uh, shine throughout the rest of the season. And it is only up to him uh, to prove everyone wrong. So uh, kind of hoping that uh, that will become something that it, it is not right now. Uh, honestly, when I'm looking at my lineup, what I'm most excited about is the Patriots playing uh, the Jets. And yeah, last, <laughs> last time they, they did that, they did well. So I, I hope that is, uh, provides some insurance in some capacity. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, uh, looking at your lineup, you also have a couple of questionable tags that I think are definitely on the, the highly questionable side. Um, Antonio Brown hasn't practiced in two days this week, so we'll see what he does today. And I think T.Y. Hilton was like a – he got hurt and didn't return in last week's game and he hasn't practiced yet either, I don't think. So those two, I'd say, are highly questionable that they may not play this week. And if that's the case, because of bye weeks, you only have Le'Veon and Josh Gordon on your bench who could fill in a starting lineup spot. So I do not wish Le'Veon well. Um, (laughs) He hasn't hasn't done anything to earn that from me. So, uh, you know, he can can continue to, to toil and uh, worked on his rap career for all I care. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, him returning to uh, fantasy relevance is not something I'm rooting for. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so Peter's, we'll, we'll Peter's, see. Peter's I, angry. Charles, just, he's speaking out of a, a, an open wound that has just festered for years. Just You're going to have to uh, be gracious here. And let, a- let me apologize for my co-host's uh, uh, undealt with issues. <laughs> a man held out in the prime year of his career. Like, what? What was he thinking? Especially after I had kept him for forty-eight dollars. That's. I mean, what was that, he thinking? Let's say that little asterisk <laughs> there. You couldn't care less if you hadn't kept him. All right. Well, that being said, Charles, uh, congratulations to you, sir, on a wonderful start to the season. Uh, for being the monster in the league that everybody is uh, terrified to face, and for that's, uh, you know, that's, a, that's a good point. Do you feel like you have a target on your back um, at not. this point? You do I not. do not. I, I for for a number of different reasons. One, I, I think everyone is um, is right now different motivations. Right now, there are some that are looking to secure their playoff spot. Uh, where there may be teetering, where uh, may not be as sure uh, will where they'll be on that line. Uh, there are others that I think are uh, fighting not to be last. So um, I don't. I, I think folks are, are more focused on their individual yeah. spots right now as opposed to looking looking elsewhere yeah 
Yeah, I think I think that's probably right. I don't feel like I don't feel like there's really a target on your back either. I, I do have you know next week circled on my calendar. That's when you and I play, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't really feel like anyone's gunning for you. Yeah. Yet. It, yeah. It, it was probably good that you lost this last week to to avoid that because I think that would probably be the sentiment um, if you if you had gone to six and zero. I agree with that. Charles, <laughs> we we don't play each other until week eleven, and that that to me is concerning because that, that that's within my last like that's the playoff run right there for me it's like that's the starting week of all right here we go this is what i got to do oh all right starting off against charles of course a lot can happen in 4 weeks of nfl especially when you're riding on the shoulders of one or two or three key players but that being said you're showing no signs of slowing down yet and uh, i'll uh, i'll pull a Pete here and i'll circle week 11 just out of out of respect, out of uh, just awareness, uh, I think on the thinking those ways. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Well, good, good run, sir. Uh, Charles, any parting thoughts for us as you uh, you've been listening to the pod this season? In fact, you are uh, one of the greater uh, fans uh, worthy of uh, response because you always remind us of what's missing if it hasn't been posted. <laughs> you're, you're you're looking for that thing. I I, I know it. I appreciate it. Uh, so thanks for always motivating well, I, us to make sure we're cranking them out. I, I do think I do think I speak on behalf of the league when uh, a sincere thank you to you both for being consistent and uh, and just keeping keeping up with it. Uh, I, I know it's probably not the easiest thing to do with schedules and lives and work and family and everything else. So thank you both. Um, I do look forward to being back on the podcast uh, next year. So, oh, no, no, playoff episode. You'll be yeah, there. yeah, you'll be there. The, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, remember, remember ahead of the playoffs, we have everybody in the playoffs on one call at once. So it's it's oh. the the curse completely is dissuaded because everybody's okay. on it. So you can you can Very have confidence good. ahead of ahead of week one of the playoffs. We'll get as many people on the air as possible. So yeah, so I, I, I would I say though, I would say though that the uh, the approach of the manager on that podcast episode, the amount of hubris shown on that episode, does have a direct correlation into how what portion of the curse you receive from being on the playoff edition of the podcast. Just personal experience. Uh, just watch out for the hubris. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, thank you both for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's just been fun. Thanks for making time for us, sir. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Charles. Man, I'm finally glad we got that Joker on the air. Yeah. (laughs) It's like I'm imagining a SWAT team having busted into his house, pinning him (laughs) down and putting a Zoom headset on him. Get on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he definitely didn't want to to be here. But man of his word, said he would join when he lost man of his word and so he did as you predicted we believe this is going to be a pretty low scoring week that being said that that doesn't mean there's not significant matchups even if it's not as uh stated with some players that can put up a lot of points in fact it may even be more significant given that it might come down to the luck of your your bench and uh, how they might perform so how are you feeling in terms of your level of confidence you're sitting now at one of five you're playing chewy who uh, does not look like he has uh, been as affected by the bye week hit. He had a big start from Dearness Johnson this week. Uh, is it Dearness or Dearness? I've actually never heard it pronounced. 
No idea. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah. The, the I have no idea, third no idea who this guy is. Yeah. Back for the Browns. Yeah. Scored 25 points last night. <laughs> so, not, I, I mean, it was, it was a terrible Thursday night football game. It was yeah. just like ugly and awful. You know, 31 points scored total in the game. Um, and yet, yeah, Chewy spent bid for Johnson on mm-hmm. the waiver wire, spent $60 for him. And I mean, like, honestly, you spend $60 on a player and even you get 25 points from him, even if it's only for one week. Um, you know, because yeah. Ch- Chubb may be back for uh, Chewy uh, next week. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, that's n- not bad at all. So, yeah, I mean, Chewy is a good team already. And getting 25 points off of, from a waiver wire ad is uh, certainly not, not uh, good positive news for my outlook for this. No, week. and you had the Browns defense in there as well. And uh, that could have been worse, but it wasn't exactly good for you. Yeah, I mean, I'll, they, they did negative two last week. I'll take five points from them this week. That's what I meant by could have been worse. <laughs> I, I, I would have liked them to rack up some more sacks. Bridgewater had just taken five sacks the week before, so I was hoping the Browns should have got to him a little bit more. Figured but it out. Yeah. I, I think I think he was he was playing scared a little bit because he didn't he he was banged up. He did not tired of getting to get hit. hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think uh, he was self-preserving a little bit there and did not uh, did not take any sacks because yeah. of it. Well, you've got McLaurin in this week. How does that feel? Uh, I think he'll be all right. I think he'll play. Um, and so, you know, he's uh, hopefully he'll have a little bit of a bounce back week. I'm, I'm hoping overall some of my guys have a, a bounce back week um, from, from last week um, where Marquise Brown didn't do very well last week. Uh, McLaurin didn't do very well last week. Mm-hmm. Waller didn't do very well last week. Um, Pitts is coming back off by. Robert Anderson didn't do very well last week and I just traded for him this week. So I don't know. I've, I I'm hoping for a bounce back week for some of my guys, but I mean, Chewy's team looks strong. I feel like I'm going to be going up against another uh, really high score here. Uh, just continue the theme of the season. I don't yep. know if I'm going to have enough, uh, have enough <laughs> gas in the tank to keep up with them. Yeah. I, I, I feel for you in that regard because again, we've talked about this every week. Your team is not bad, uh, but this week it does not look to be, uh, postured well to uh to beat chewy but i'm pulling for you only because i want to see squish and i want, yeah. to, see, I want to see a tighter race to the the finish line and uh i uh, i hope you do well another uh, team that is in kind of the dire straits once again although he's coming off of uh, the aforementioned win against you is uh, chris windsor he is one in five now and he's going up against jared fleming we have the cousin bowl uh, this weekend, Jared Fleming is two and four, and Chris is actually currently projected a little bit higher. Uh, and uh, it looks like that's because Jared has a, a bench. No, no, it's his kicker to fill. Is yeah, yeah, needs to fill his kicker. So it's, it's vir- virtually a tie. a tie here. Yeah, yeah. And Fleming got eleven points from Melvin Gordon on Thursday mm-hmm. night, which isn't outstanding, but a decent uh, start. He, he got a touchdown. If he didn't get that touchdown, that would have been pretty ugly but um so i guess he, he probably got about what he was supposed to get he also has uh, turn, a, a new team him. running back member uh, in his flex spot in the form of jd mckissick who is a recent add to his team having done well last week and uh, was picked up uh, in a trade from you yep yep um yeah i don't know i, I was thinking about it I was like maybe i should have more from mckissick in, in a trade um after i traded him but um, the logic there for me was that, um, even though Antonio Gibson is looking pretty questionable, um, for this week, or like, he's just gonna be limited for several weeks because if he has like a 
fracture in his leg or something like that, like a stress stress fracture in his leg. Um, <laughs> it's like my, 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 it's my, it's compound. The bone is out, but I think it'll be all right. <laughs> my my thinking there was that Matizic's role isn't going to change drastically. Um, they're just going to kind of keep him in the third down pass catching role. So. Um, so I, I don't know. I was trying to. You know, did something in exchange for him, try to make some improvements, but I don't know. I, I may regret it just as running backs aren't come by. And I think Matisic will be a usable running back no matter what week it is. Yeah. Um, so um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, uh, pulling for you. Well, no, wait, we were talking about that. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'll see. I mean, you, you've been kind of on a trading frenzy uh, or rather an offering frenzy. Maybe you don't want to talk about it on the air. But uh, no, no, actually, I don't mind. Yeah, I, I have been putting several offers out there. And, uh, you know, just a reminder on a uh, trade etiquette, you know, like uh, respond to people to uh, get an offer. Should, uh, you, is that should, is that passive aggressive to me or are you reminding everybody else listening? Because I do. You're I lucky responded. because you're lucky you did reject the, the, the trade finally last night. Um, otherwise, it would have been more direct uh, sure. at you. But I'm lucky. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I, I'm I, lucky I, that I rejected <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're, had you're had our league members seen the trade offer, they would have been they would have been fine with me never having. I mean, there wasn't. Any, Hang on, but, it would have been it would have been fine had I not even acknowledged that you sent that garbage trade, like garbage trade. Like, let's be clear. It, it, I trying to get the conversation joined. <laughs> I I texted you earlier in the week, and uh, you said I'll take a look, and then I didn't have a response. So I was like, all right, go ahead and send send a trade offer and all see right. if we uh, did did something done. But no, no counter offer or anything. So well, no, uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll keep waiting for that. Okay. Uh, that, well, that tell you what. Let's start with a counter offer where <laughs> a trade doesn't move me four positions down in the power rankings, and then we can talk about it. So the I mean, uh, you're already going to move four positions down in the power rankings because you're coming off the 200 point week. So that's, that's right. You know so I'd go eight eight positions down. Is it a is it a, a compound effort? Trying to trying to help you out. Trying uh-huh. to help you out. All right. When we get to your team, we'll we'll talk about how I was trying to help you. Uh, okay, I look forward to hearing <laughs> about it. I, I genuinely do because last night I was thinking as I rejected. It was like, I know he's got some logic here, but this this is hurtful. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, all right. Well, we also have uh, Derek up against Brock this week, and right now, again, it's kind of those just tight, low projections. They're within six points, but they're both sub one forty. Uh, Derek yeah. is four and two. Brock is three and three. So we could see a record swing here, or uh, rather, a uh, we could see a record squish happen at this game matchup. We've got. Uh, kind of some big hopes for Aaron Rodgers up against Washington this week. Uh, there's some prediction there that this is his his, his gangbusters week. Um, I like DeAndre Swift this week a lot. Um, I really like Calvin Ridley this week. Um, I I think that Derek is postured to actually. I'm going to go ahead and call it. I think he might be a top scorer of the week. I think he's underprojected on his score here. I know that Chewy is currently the, the league favorite for the week. I know that Jared is also high, but I bet that Derek has a better week than expected. Just going to go ahead and say that. What do you think? Uh, I think this is uh, I think this is actually a good matchup. I'm surprised they're not projected higher. Um, I, I agree with you there. This is the first time Brock's team has looked complete in a while um, because of bye weeks or injuries. Um, like he got Jarvis Landry back last night. Um, he caught five passes. Uh, he had Portland Sutton catch five passes last night. And so, and, uh, Derek had no fan catch five passes. Everyone was catching five passes last night. So, um, you know, they weren't huge, uh, scores. It wasn't, a, a you know, a great game, um, for 
scoring last night um, and, and they had a lot of players involved, but um, I, I do think their, their teams are looking uh, pretty solid up and down, especially for this week. So um, I, I think, I think Derek probably takes this one, um, but um, it kind of depends on, it kind of depends on the blowout games um, yeah. where there's like four NFL games that are just looking like they're going to be blowouts. Uh, you know, one is green Bay at home versus Washington. And one is the Rams at home versus Detroit. And these two guys have those quarterbacks for uh, Green Bay and the Rams in, in this matchup. And so uh, it'll be interesting for Brock because he has Stafford and Henderson. And if you're to the Rams, just for a lot of touchdowns. And it's just a question of uh, where who gets the touchdowns. And are there enough touchdowns to go around? And do they get so far ahead of Detroit that they pull their start- starters in the third quarter? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And you know that, that could affect That's Brock uh, here as well. So uh, that will be interesting to, to watch. I agree. Uh, are you going to pull a prediction? I think I'll, I'll go, I'll lean Derek's side on this one. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking Derek. I, I like Ridley this week too. I think Ridley comes back off of the bye and uh, puts up his best point uh, total of the year. All right. Sounds good. Well, how about Brian kid this week up against Jared, Jared being the other favorite, uh, having a four and two record each. They are facing one another, looking to uh, spread that win-loss record a little further. And right now, they're within about two points of projection. Uh, and it looks like their rosters are stacked according to what they'll do this week. Uh, Derek, I'm sorry, Jared had a little bit of a hit last night as his uh, Denver uh, defense didn't put up uh, a good fight. Uh, allowing uh, 17 points against it, putting up three points. So not a huge start, but again, it could have been a lot worse. The uh, the strong point, I think, for Jared this week is probably Cooper Cup. Um, I would imagine that that would be uh, kind of a rise and fall point for him uh, against Brian. Brian having uh, Kyler Murray up against Houston is going to be, I think, lights out. Uh, and for that reason... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and lean into Brian Kidd this week uh, as the my my pick of the week. What do you think? This is definitely the game of the week um, with both these guys. They they have the highest base level projection. Um, you know, before last night's games, they would have had the both the top two projection uh, scores of the week, and they're both four and two. So, uh, two really good teams facing off here. Um, yeah, I mean, with bye weeks and injuries, those they're still. Um, you know, there's still some holes in the lineup um, where, you know, Jared's using a backup quarterback. Uh, Brian is down a couple of key wide receivers in Tina Allen and CD Lamb uh, because of buys. So, uh, you know, good for them for still fielding teams projected for 150 points. Yeah, no that's, that's, that's hard to do this really week. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think. I, I, I like Brian's team a little bit more this week as well. And uh, I think part of that is, is I'm not sure if Saquon Barkley's going to play for Jared and he's mm-hmm. already really thin at running back. So I'm yeah. leaning, um, I'm leaning Brian's side. All right. Well, I guess that would take us to my matchup against Scott, which, uh, do your worst, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, want, I mean, like, I want like you, you've got, You've got bye weeks as well, and I, I feel like your bench has been pretty thin all year. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Honestly, no, no doubt. And so, and so, bye week week is uh, heavily affecting. You know, you've got 
you unfortunately took a zero from Donovan Peoples Jones, um, who got hurt in pregame warmups last night. Um, that that was rough. And then uh, you know Austin Hooper and uh, Felton for the Browns were in your starting lineup as well, and and neither of them did much of anything last night. Um, so on the flip side, Scott had Tim Patrick. Uh, from last night, I only put up 3.6 points. So, I mean, really just a- anyone who started anyone except for Chewy yeah, uh, exactly. from, from last night is, yeah. is hurting. Because Chewy looks it, like a freaking genius right now. And we're all right. <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone else who had players in last night's game are uh, off to a bad start. So, yeah. Um, yeah but uh, Scott's looking strong this week. I feel like Lamar Jackson's going to have a bounce back after a, a bad week. I think this is a good week for um, Aaron Jones uh, at home versus uh, Washington, as, as we discussed and um, yeah, uh, probably a bounce back week for Allen Robinson as well for Scott. So I think uh, Scott's team's looking pretty good. Um, I think he pulled off the win uh, last week as well, right? Didn't Scott win last week? Oh no, uh, no. he did. He he was ahead of of Jared until uh, Jared came. That's right. Uh, start storming back. It, it looked like it looked like Jared wasn't going to have enough to get there uh, to beat Scott last week, but um, he, he did come back. Did the uh, the comeback win? So right. um, I think yeah, I think that um, gets there this week. Uh, just as you know, your your team is you're going to be really really heavily dependent on Derrick Henry ah, to very much so. to, to, to carry like the load. Forty point um, week, buddy. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that, that's that's what he needs. And I mean, he did it did it last week in a very similar situation yeah. against a, a top team at home and uh, Kansas City's defense is nothing to shake his stick at. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, I, I may, I think I'm the only guy in the league who every position on my bench is on buy, which, looks, <laughs> which looks like poor planning. I know I realize. And, uh, because it is, but I have been thin in the bench all year, which I imagine might have been some of your misguided logic in the trade offer. Is that kind of what you were thinking? Uh, I mean, that's, yeah, that's part of it. I mean, looking at your starting lineup, there's like, two or three guys that I would never want to start in a lineup. So sure. I was trying to give you uh, some more options there. I get it. Well, no disrespect, man. I appreciate and always enjoy a good uh, trade uh, banter and back and forth. Uh, and, you know, as many people understand, ne- negotiation is the point of trade, not the, the uh, initial, you know, offering. That's a, that's a starting point. And then you got to get into interests and values and, all of that, but, or you can do like what I did and just scoff and reject outright. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, that's the go-to move for uh, most people is to uh, scoff and reject. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always good. We can share uh, yeah. what you're looking for and what sure. you're wanting. Or if you just, if you just say, hey, I, I like my team and I'm staying back. That's yeah. fine too. Well, it's not that I actually didn't like, well, I'll say this. You offered me two guys that were injured and I was like, well, that's not a great, you know, if your if your goal is to give me options, it's not necessarily giving me options yet. But the uh, uh, I, I'm not interested in, in letting go of Deontay Johnson at this point because he's my only wide who's good. So <laughs> I'm going to hang on to him for dear life for a little while. Uh, my uh, my leaning this week is that I'm going to go under 100 because that would just be poetic from uh, mm. a 200 north score to a sub 100 score. I just I think that that would solidify our uh, kind of like, you know, we've never, you've never called out this trend and maybe it's just been this year, but the, uh, we'd have to go back and look at some historical analytics. Uh, how has the highest point score in the $20 award affected the, the week or even the record of the players who have gotten it? 
Or, yeah. and, and even what's the spread? I'd be curious to know, has every league member in the past three years been paid at least once? Or is it, you know, a, 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 a weighted thing on, on the, uh, you know, a certain group of managers? Like, I, I'd be curious to look at those analytics. Now that I've thought about it, I'm going to have to go pull all that data. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, th- I think it's, I think it's a pretty natural thing to if you score over like 185 points to fall back to fall back down to earth the next week. It's pretty unusual to sustain back to back weeks um, that strong. So sure. um, yeah, it's it's regression. It's uh, there's there's no curses, only regression. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No curses. You heard it right here, friends. No curses, just regression. It's math. <laughs> it's math. <laughs> Science. That's right. You heard it right here. No curses, just math in the greatest fantasy football league in the world. This is his podcast. He's Peter L. I'm Seth Martin. Thanks for tuning in. Good night.